We are so happy to have our brother and good friend, Brother Tom Foster here, Bishop Tom Foster from Dallas, Texas, and uh, he ministered in our men's conference. And You know, I don't judge a man's ministry by how great he speaks. What matters to me is if I submit myself to sit and you minister, I want to know, am I going to hear from God? The eloquence of it is irrelevant to me. The, the fanciness of all the points and saying something I've never heard before, that's, I'm not all that worried about that. I want to know, am I going to hear from God? And I've never, ever heard this great man of God minister. Honestly, never one time have I ever ever heard him ministry that I I did not feel like I was receiving a word from God. And uh, we deeply appreciate him. And uh, we're going to pray. Please, I'm asking you, don't do this as just uh, something I'm asking you to do and you just say a few words or whatever. Do you need to hear from God tonight? Do you want to hear from God? Why don't you tell the Lord right now, by your grace and spirit, my mind, my heart, my soul is is open to you, Father. Give me ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. In Jesus' name, Father, give us ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to this church this night in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Brother Foster. Praise God. Bless you, man. Lord have mercy. Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. I like what I feel in church tonight. Bishop's already said it, and I'm going to quote it again. David said, I was glad. It was, it's like he had already been. I was glad. Well, I'm glad I was at Antioch. Lord have mercy. Miss being in Dallas this morning, they had 17 more receive the Holy Ghost today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
it's well over 200 for the year, and we are in harvest time there. But I was glad. I was in Antioch. It was good. Lord, I have gleaned already tonight from this service. I'll be riding on a legal pad tonight and in the morning, flying home. And the staff, they always know. They can tell if I've heard from the Lord when I'm gone by what I write and I deliver when I get back. Mm. Lord have mercy already. Y'all do that to preachers. Do y'all know that? Do y'all realize that? Preachers that are hungry. Oh, a country boy said I was hungry. Well, this country boy was hungry. <laughs> and Lord have mercy. It was good. This is great. Mm -hmm. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, help me to remember. I'll bring it back to my mind. Right where I am. This is good. Bless you. You may be seated. Man, during all this praise and worship and stretching and reaching and going, they were baptizing back there. People getting the Holy Ghost and breakthrough. I give honor to Jesus Christ first and foremost. Our Father, give honor to your bishop. Isn't he outstanding? He is humble but confident. I like that in a man. And I honor him today. He sat me down over a year and a half ago. He was at a general conference and he sent me a text that I need to talk to you. I went, good God of glory. The bishop done called me out. <laughs> I said, well, I got this meeting and that. He said, uh-uh, I need to talk to you. I said, okay, church is going on. Let's go meet we stepped outside, went in that private room next to the auditorium, and they were having church. And he and I had church. Now, don't you do that unless the bishop. Don't you go out. No, 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 no. If the bishop calls you, then you got. And Lord have mercy. Next thing I know, four, five, six months later, he's in Dallas and, man, ordained me as a bishop. I was already doing the work of a bishop. But there was something that came on. You told me it would happen, and it did. 
Jesus, help us. So I honor him. He is having an impact that is so far beyond the walls of this church house. With his teaching and preaching and his anointing, call to war, the right hand of God. Just outstanding leadership and making this church, as I told you this morning, a model church that so many church leaders look to. And this is great. So I honor him. I honor his sons, David and Joel Wright. Wow. You know, what I like is when the leader in the church is already letting it flow to those who are coming up behind him. Because you're not a success until you are a you have a successor. And Lord, the way they just flowed, man, was Joel right on fire tonight? Was that awesome? Lord have mercy. I know I kidded him this morning about I wish I could wake up. And my hair would already be combed. (laughs) Oh, he said he'll give me some stuff. I remember when I had the hair swooping way down. Now it's swooping, but I'm trying to, you know. <laughs> I said I'd never do what my dad did. But now I'm a son of Fred. And I got it. Before I come tonight, I had the mirror out. Okay, make sure it's over here. And uh, If I took what he's got and put, my Lord... I told them back home oh, a few months ago, I said, I'm going to come to church and do that. I'm, I'm going to do that and come to church. I mean, I got the hair dryer out. Man, I had it standing up. I went, oh, man, ain't going to work. <laughs> I give honor to Sister Wright, Bishop's wife. We honor her. The old saying is, behind a good man, you always find a good wife. Well, she's right there beside him. And we all thank God that he gave him her. Lord, have mercy. Boy, I'm telling you. And then I watched this morning and tonight. As David and Joel writes, the way their wives just love on people. Just hugging people, smiling. 
Lord, isn't that neat? I want to go line up back there and just shake their hand. and just Lord, the way y'all are just blossoming. I, I love that. That is so great. Now, they took me out to eat today and we had some good barbecue. And they had some Texas twang barbecue sauce. Oh, a good God of glory. And I learned something about Esther. Esther, there she is, washes her hair in coconut oil. Lord have mercy, I know coconut oil. My wife is a health food fanatic. And coconut oil is, she keeps that right there. Lord, you washed your hair in that girl. She said, man, my hair was greasy. And I said, yeah. So she got on Pinterest and put eggs, raw eggs on her hair to get it off. But then put hot water on top of that. Scrambled eggs right there in her <laughs> Showed me pictures of scrambled eggs. Lord have mercy. I'll never forget. You're always going to be scrambled eggs. <laughs> All these grandchildren. I just love your leadership. Love your leaders. Love their families. Support, back them up, pray for them. Hallelujah, praise God. Well, let's stand together, go to the word of the Lord. We're going to the book of Isaiah. And we're looking at chapter 54. We'll begin our reading at verse number 1. Knowing what I had felt led of the Lord to preach tonight. Brother Joel Wright and the bishop have just flowed. They've walked right in it. I'm just going, all right, Lord. Lord, I love preaching, but man, maybe I don't have to tonight. Mm, Lord, I want to, but sick them. But here we are. All right. Verse 1, Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. And make the desolate cities to be inhabited. 
Lord, a while ago I felt the prophetic come in here. Are y'all ready for it? Are you really ready for it? Oh, yeah. Throw your hands up to heaven right now and say, God, prepare me. Help me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Bless you. You may be seated. I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you ready? I'm preaching tonight simply this. Can you see it now before we go any further assume the position are you ready that's it that's it got your hands ready come on everybody everybody get you don't don't just sit there no 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 no. i need everybody cooperate i promise you you're gonna like it now get your hands going uh huh. Now you got to get your mouth open real wide. Got to get your eyes bugging out. Now some of y'all just doing one hand. You better get both of them in here, because here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna count to three. Come on, bug your eyes out. Get wise, bug eyes. <laughs> Now, when I count to three, we're gonna throw our hands as high as we can. It's probably gonna pull you out of your seat. And you're going to throw your head back with your mouth as open, as wide as it can be, your eyes wide, and you're going to shout, yeah. Are you ready? One, two, three. Wow. Jesus praise the name of the Lord wow isn't that exciting don't you feel better don't you feel younger see when you praise and you get I mean, so there's some time in the preaching. You're going to like it. So get your hands going. And when you like it, go. And watch out. You can be seated. Can you see it? As long as you can't see it. As long as you can't. Catch the image in your mind. As long as you can't speak it, then it's not going to happen. But if we can see it, if we ever catch the vision, if we ever capture the image in our mind, it will happen. Our own thoughts and attitudes condemn us and force us into just going along and just singing the song or whatever's happening to us. 
But if we can conceive it within us, then we can receive it. Oh yeah. The Scripture says, as a man thinketh, so is he. The barrier is in our mind. It's not because God lacks resources. It's not that we don't have talent or ability. But it's our own thinking that keeps us from God's best. Oh, we just hear, it's Sunday night, it's worshiping. Yeah, everybody's on fire, but they don't know my problem. They don't know where I've been. They don't understand. If you change your thinking, you can change your living. If you enlarge your vision, if you can anoint your eyes, like the man of God writing in Revelation, inspired of God, said, anoint mine eyes with eye salve. I believe that's faith. When you start seeing with the eyes of faith and you start seeing yourself rising to that new level. When you start seeing yourself accomplishing that by the help and the grace and the power and the anointing of Jesus Christ, you see your business better. You see your marriage healed. You see your family anointed. You see your ministry striving and being successful. What is it? You've got to get the picture. You've got to see it in your mind. You've got to rise up with the image of victory. Somebody shout, I see it. But what I'm wanting to know is, what are you seeing? Why is it that Jesus always looked at the disciples, that's us, and He said, Say ye not four months, and then cometh the harvest? He said, Look again. Look. In other words, He's saying, Can you see it? It's all ready for harvest. I'm telling you right now, your victory is here right now. You can come out of those drugs tonight. The alcohol, the abuse, the problems, the business, the marriage, the pro- I'm telling you, the health that's, you gotta get the picture. You gotta see it in your mind. You gotta get a hold of it. Get out of the rut. What was the bishop saying? Reach. Get out of the rut. Get out of the routine. 
Quit doing just the same old thing. Come on. Quit worshiping the same way you've always worshiped. Quit coming to church the same way you've come to church. Do something out of the ordinary. Stretch beyond what's limiting you. Stretch beyond and say, I'm reaching with faith. I'm believing with everything I've got. Somebody shout, yeah. You gotta get the picture. You gotta see it. You gotta believe it. Conceive it. Ephesians 2 and 7, it's talking about the exceeding riches of His grace. It's far and beyond what we can think or imagine. Get rid of all that that's bringing doubt and unbelief get rid of the limitations get rid of the defeated thoughts quit thinking small and start believing big expect God's blessings Pastor Joel even said it tonight he said expect it let's go beyond Let's stretch, the bishop was saying. Reach. We new wineskins are soft and pliable. Old wineskins have set up and they're hardened and they won't expand. And when you put new wine in it, it cracks and it leaks. But let's have some new wineskins. You can't have that victorious life and that breakthrough that you're wanting with a restricted attitude set in your ways, bound by your own perspective, set with the thinking that you've always thought. Come on, somebody. Hey, if your vision doesn't scare you to death, then it insults God because God is so big. He's wanting us to take our vision and match His bigness. you got to believe. Oh, yeah. I thank you for that. But we're going a little further. Come on. you got to get out of the old way of thinking. Yeah, bless him, Lord. Uh-uh. You gotta catch the vision. You gotta catch it. You gotta see it. When you get up in the morning, you gotta get up and not be griping about Blue Monday. But you get up in the morning and you're saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. It's the day of my breakthrough. It's the day of my victory. Today, today, I'm a blessed man. Today, I'm a blessed woman. I thank you, Lord, for blessing my family. I thank you, Lord, for blessing my business. I thank you, Lord, for blessing my church. I thank you, Lord, for blessing my ministry. Come on, somebody. Hey, you got to praise Him, not just in church. You got to praise Him in the home. You got to praise Him on the job. You got to praise Him. 
Somebody shout yes. Wow. Y'all can be seated. Get ready to jump back up again because this is going to be one of those moments. I feel the prophetic right now. This church is pregnant and you've been pregnant, but the birth is about to happen. The revival is about to happen. I'm not talking about tens. I'm not talking about twenties. I'm not just talking about hundreds. I'm talking about thousands. I'm t- come on. We've seen it on the foreign field. It's got to happen at home. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. That's your ministry. That's your family. That's your belief. Come on, young people. It's not just for mom and daddy. It's not just for the old. uh, It's for everybody. It's for everybody. Somebody right here is going to be blessed. uh, And you'll be able to write the check uh, that'll build that building. Uh, Come on, somebody. I prophesy. Somebody shall let it be me. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? I'm talking about revival in the junior high. I'm talking about revival in the high school. I'm talking about where there's hundreds of young people receiving the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about revival in the university and in the colleges where there is revival. And we're baptizing. And we're going out there and taking it for Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about a student revival. Hey! That'll have the whole world looking on. Come on, somebody. Revival. Did you just get that picture? Did you just get that picture? You don't have enough seats in here. You don't have... Come on, somebody. We got to knock out a wall. We got to put in some more chairs. No, sir. Come on. I see it. I see it. Woo! Come on, let it get in your faith. Let it get in your night dreams. Let it get in your daydreams. Let it get in your everyday conversation. Somebody shout, yeah! You can be seated. Just get ready to jump back up again. It was a wild Sunday night like this. And I challenged the church. I said, when you go to work tomorrow, I want you to go different. I don't want you getting up late and barely getting there. I want you to get up. And pray through. And sing when you get to work. All the way to the job. Be singing. Talking in tongues. Praising God. 
And when you get to work, walk in there singing. I'm going to tell you one story of one who did. She works for Browning Root Construction. She's a secretary. She works in their high rise. One of their headquarters buildings. She got out of the car. She's walking in there. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. See, right now somebody says she's got to be black. I got news for you. She's white. But I think there's a black woman trapped in there somewhere. And she went in singing. And people started making fun of her. But she got determined. And she sang the louder. She got to her desk. She's typing away. Got on that computer doing all that. Just singing about the good things of God. When the saints go marching in. Everybody got away from her. And they were leaving her alone. You want people to leave you alone? Start praising God. Start talking about how great God is. Jesus saved me. (laughs) Jesus delivered me. (laughs) I was an addict, but not anymore. I was a drunkard, but not anymore. I was down, but now I'm up. I was out, but now I'm in. Somebody shout yeah. yeah. So they made fun of her and laughed at her. She goes down to the cafeteria and nobody wanted to sit with her. And she's sitting there all by herself. When this gentleman comes up to her, and he's got his tray of food, and he says, are you the one that everybody in this building's talking about? She said, I don't know, are they? He said, you're singing about the saints marching in. She said, that's me. I'm guilty. He said, can I sit here? She said, by all means. He sat down. He said, are you apostolic? Are you Pentecostal? She said, yeah. He said, are you a tongue talker? Oh, Lord, don't get me going. I'm about to break out right now. He said, shh. He said, when I was a kid, I'd go visit my granny. And granny would take me to a little bitty white clapboard side church. Setting up on blocks and to walk up in it, wood floors. And he said, I was just a little kid. And I'd go to sleep underneath the pew. And I'd wake up and I was dodging high heels. They were dancing. He said, is that the kind of church you go to? She said, oh, yeah. We run, we leap, we shout, we dance. Uh-huh. But that's, that's just normal. It, it gets out of hand sometimes. And then he said, y'all get the Holy Ghost? He said, I remember that. He said, yeah. He said, they still have churches like that. Then he said, can I go to church with you? 
Wow. I'm, I'm not that much of a fisherman, but I've never seen fish jump in the boat. What this one was. She carried his hide to church. She didn't wait for him to come. She said, I'll pick you up. And she carried his hide to church. And she didn't sit in the back. She marched him right on down to the front. The second row from the front. And she stepped back and let him come in. And she sat on the outside. I asked her later, I said, why'd you do that? She said, if he wanted to get up and leave, I'm tripping him. I went, oh, that's awesome. Lord, we had church that night. And it got wild up in the house. And people all down there in the altars praying. And man, I saw him. His eyes were big. And he, I pointed at him and said, he goes, yeah. Man, I brought him up on the platform. I carried him over on this side. I said, watch that guy right there. He's getting ready to get the Holy Ghost. He looked at me and said, wow, really? I said, watch close. Man, it wasn't two seconds that guy got. I said, look back. And another one got. And another one got. Took him over here. And there was ladies getting it. And kids and young people. And I was carrying him over here. Show him another one. And he's tugging on my coat. And he goes, Pastor, can I get that? Come on, somebody. Oh, yeah. I went, yeah. Wow. I got two or three altar workers. Man, they carried him through the New Testament in about two or three minutes. Next thing I know, he's got the Holy Ghost. Next thing I know, he's baptized in Jesus' name. She came to me and she said, Pastor, I've already gone through Sister Kim and I'm teaching him the Bible study. I said, you are? Shouldn't we have? She said, no, sir. I brought him. I called him. And I'm going to teach him. Man, they went through the Bible study and they never seemed like they couldn't get through it. It was the longest Bible study, six or seven months. Wow. And then they're standing in front of me. And they said, Preacher, we want to get married. Come on, somebody. You got to get the picture. You got to get it in your mind. You got to see it. She, she had never won a soul, but a pastor challenged her. And she said, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to do that. They laughed at her. They mocked her. But she just kept on singing. Hey, 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 hey. 
I'm preaching to somebody right now. You better get a bigger vision. You better get a bigger dream. You better catch it now. You better line up. Catch up with your bishop. Catch up with your pastor. Catch up with your leadership. And say, I'm going to match it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to make sure it happens. Somebody shout yes. Wow. Big dreams. You got to get the picture. Wow. In fact, come here, Andrew. I'm going to get a picture. Stand right there with me. That's you and me. Why don't we turn? I don't know what that phone is doing. Yeah, let's get it. I want all y'all in the background, all right? Why don't y'all throw your hands up? We're going to get a picture here. Wow. Now we're going to take another one. Now I want you to get your eyes real big. I want you to get your mouth real wide. Throw your hands up in the air. Wow. You know why? I got a picture. I got a picture of Andrew healed. I got a picture of Andrew delivered. I got a picture of a miracle. I got a picture of victory. Come on. Come on. The anointing is upon that young man. The anointing is there. Come on. Believe it. Believe it. Receive it. Come on. I see it. Somebody shout yes. Wow. Come on. I see this church doubling. I see this church tripling. Uh, Hey, it can happen. Uh, Within one year, this church can triple in size. Uh, I can see six, seven, eight hundred, a thousand receiving the Holy Ghost. Oh, you hadn't got that picture yet. My God, catch the picture. God's going to use you. Who is He going to use you to reach? Uh, Who are you going to reach? Who are you going to bring in? I've never done this in my life. But I'm going to do it. Y'all throw your hands up. Some of y'all get get out in the aisle here. I'm going to take a selfie. In church. I'm going to take a selfie. Of revival. I'm going to get a picture. Of a church. That's on fire. I want to get. You want to get in the picture. Get in the picture. We got all kinds of room here. Come on some. Get your hands up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Wow. Come on, somebody. I'm getting a picture. I got a picture. I got a picture. Come on. They were in the upper room and they were tarrying and they were waiting, but they were believing. 
He said, some of them said, well, we got to go. But others said, don't you go. He said, tarry. And the promise was coming. And they said, it's going to happen. And then it did. That's what I'm preaching to somebody. I'm not satisfied with just my daddy's dream. I got to have my own. I'm not satisfied. Come on. I wish some of y'all would get dissatisfied with what the bishop is saying. It's saying, I'm believing that for me. I'm expecting that for me. I'm going to see it in my job. I'm, come on, come on, come on, come on. How many are you going to see filled with the Holy Ghost? How many are you going to see baptized in Jesus' name? What kind of revival? You're a catalyst. Somebody shout, I'm a catalyst. Woo! In my prayer time today, the Lord took me to Isaiah 43, 19, where he was saying, I'm doing a new thing. And I'm saying, can we perceive it? My God. I'm telling you right now, I feel such an anointing of the prophetic. Come on. How's everybody doing over here? How y'all doing, man? Let me hear y'all throw your hands up and shout, yeah. Wow. Did you see all these people over here? Wow. You see all these chairs across the front? Wow. Man, we got two more aisles down here. You see all that? You see that? Wow, look at this. Wow, I see that. That back wall's got to go. Somebody shout, yeah. Somebody shout a new thing. Somebody shout, God's doing it. And I see it. So let me ask you a question. Are you making room for it? Are you making room for it? So how are you going to go to work tomorrow? How are you going to go to work tomorrow? No, sir. I want you going to work tomorrow bouncing. I, I want you to go tomorrow jumping. I want you to go tomorrow shouting. Come on. Ever so often, I gather my family. We're in the house. And I tell them, this is the day the Lord has made. And this is a house of God. And we're going to praise Him. And so I get them in a circle and I hold their hand. First time I did it, my two nieces were living with us. And man, we got to praying in the Holy Ghost. I got to talking in tongues. When's the last time you talked in tongues and your children saw you and watched you? I got to praying. I got to palming heads. And then I grabbed everybody and I took off running through the house. And I looked back and every one of them were right behind me. I ran outside. 
ran around the neighbors are wondering what in God's name is that preacher doing? Look at all the family. But I come back in, they all gathered in, and I said, I just prayed blessings on every one of you. I just prayed revival and victory. Come on. You need to get it in your home. You need to get it on the job. You need to get it in your schoolhouse. Somebody shout yes. See, it's Mark chapter 9. And the Virgin Mary. And the Lord was saying, if you believe it, all things are possible. And Mary believed it. It's not by our power. It's not by our might. But it's by His Spirit. And if God is on our side. If God... Wow. Did you get the picture? Man, church started. Boy, it's getting a little warm in here. Y'all don't take this off. I'm ready to do some devil stomping now. These boots were made for devil stomping. Now, come on somebody. You gotta make up in your mind. I see it. What church was going on? Man, we're up here singing and praising and dancing and Pastor Joel's got us doing all kinds of things. I look back there. I don't see him now. I don't know where he was. But there was an usher on duty back there by the door. I tried to take a picture of him, but it's too far away. I should have run back there and got a movie clip of him. Man, he was out there. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Where is he? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Man, he didn't know preacher was watching him. And I'd watch people come in and then look at him. And he's just. And the next thing I knew, right there in the hallway, people started dancing with him. He'd grab their hand, they'd dance a while. Then they'd come on in church. He just kept dancing, waiting on another partner to come through the door. Come on, you have influence. You have influence. You have influence. Use it. Believe it. Do something out of the ordinary. Do something different. Wow. If he fed the 5,000, if he turned water into wine, he's still doing it. Are you ready for it? Come on, I'm talking about this church. Having such a revival that again, preachers just start showing up unannounced to walk in and they're going, I don't know why, but I heard about a revival and I wanted to come be a part of that. Hallelujah. Come on, saints. You'll never know 
It may be a pastor sitting beside you. It may be other church leaders sitting beside you. And they're just one. And you say, but I got a bad day and I just can't do it. No, you got to be saying, I, I got a vision. I, I see it. I, I got the picture. And it's revival. Somebody shout, yeah. Get your hands going. You ready? On three, we're going to do it. Are you ready? Some of you didn't. On three, you ready? One, two, three. Why are y'all acting that way? Because I've been delivered. Because I've been set free. Because I got the joy of the Lord. Because he did something for me that nobody else could do. And it's him. And I'm going to rejoice. Come on. I see some of you with over a hundred in your group. I see some of you in your ministry with influence over a hundred. I see revival like you've never seen before. One, two, three. Wow. You know what's going on in hell right now? You know what's happening in hell right now? Right now, hell's going. Oh my God. Oh my God. Something's going on. Something's happening. The bishop has got it turned upside down. Wow, look at these guys. Boys, we're about to get some reinforcements. And one of the devils says, I don't care how many you get. It ain't going to work. Ain't going to work. Come on, hell is testifying about you right now. Hell is testifying about you. Why don't you get out in that aisle and start walking on your territory? Get out there and break out of your thinking. Break out of all those limitations. What's holding you back? What's telling you you can't do it? I'm here to tell you, God's not worried about your past near as much as He's saying you got a future. You got a future. Create your future. Create your future. Come on, somebody. Praise Him right now. Praise Him right now. Somebody get beside themselves. Somebody get beside themselves. I'm tired of dead church. I'm tired of just going through the motions and just, uh, if he saved me, I gotta tell it. I gotta witness. I gotta let everybody know I was down, but now I'm up. I, I was. Come on. Somebody dance before the Lord. Somebody worship God. Somebody praise Him.
Come on, somebody. Break out of your ordinary. Get out of your ordinary. Do something extraordinary. Come on. Let God, let your faith get loose. Loose your faith. Loose your belief. Loose your expectation. Come on, believe. I can do all things through Christ. I am doing all things through Christ. Come on, get the devil under your feet. Come on. Come on, Antioch. Come on, Antioch. You've done well. You have done well. But there's so much more he's got for you. There's a greater revival. There's a greater move. somebody get beside yourself how would you act if it was your children coming to God your sons and daughters your grandchildren well they're coming they're coming your neighbors the people you work with uh, the people you go into their stores and shop oh yeah oh yeah they're waiting on a miracle Come on, enlarge your habitation. Stretch forth, uh, lengthen your stakes. Come on, you're breaking out. You're breaking out. It's a breakout. It's a breakout. Woo! Hey, 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 hey. I'm talking revival. I'm talking belief. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Somebody shout, yeah. Come on, it's not time to stop now. Let's take it a little higher. Come on, throw your hands up to God in the back. Don't just watch. Participate. 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 Be a part of it. Don't be an onlooker. Come on, young people. Come on, moms and dads. I'm talking revival in the schools. Elementary school. Junior high. High school. I'm talking university. Junior colleges. Yes, 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 yes. I'm talking on your business. I'm talking in your business. On your jobs. I'm talking about, yes, in your home, in the marketplace. Revival. 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 Growth and progress. Wow. Wow. Come on, somebody. Come on, you're going to win your banker. You're going to win your boss. You're going to win your plumber, your teacher. You're going to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody shout, I'm a winner.
Whoa. Wow. Come on, let's throw our hands up one more time. Wow. Devil. Somebody shout, devil. We're a church that's going to work with our hands up. Come on. Come out with your hands up. Come on, come on, come on. Hands up. Believe in God. Expecting great things. Expecting revival. Expecting the move of God. Expecting it. Yes, 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 yes. Expect your healing. Expect your deliverance. Expect your breakthrough. Expect it now. Somebody shout now. Wow. Did you get the picture? You got the picture? Come on, I can't hear you. You got the picture? Can you see it? What kind of church do you see? I see a church with black people. I see a church with white people. I see a church with brown people. I see a church with tan people. I see a church with Asians. Come on. Everybody's welcome here. That's what I like. Everybody's welcome here. I see dope addicts. I see drunkards. I see the self-righteous. Yeah, they all are coming together. Why? There is revival. And he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Are you ready? Somebody shout, I see it. I I want you to gather in groups of four or five people. And I want you to go go ahead. Just get get in groups of four or five. Y'all kind of standing back there in the back looking at me like I'm an owl in a tree. Go ahead. Grab, grab. Go to people. Look, look around. You see somebody? Just go, go find somebody. Just reach out. Go, go out of your way. Just jump in there. There you go. Now, are, are you ready? Now I want you to start praying. I want you to start believing. And I want you to start confessing what you see. I want you to start praying what you see. I want you to start talking about what you see. I want you to, yes, yes, yes. What kind of revival? What kind of belief? God is giving you favor on the job. I see raises coming. I see businesses being blessed. I see some of y'all, you work, you have your own business. It's getting ready to double and triple. I see it in your families. I see revival in this church. Growth and progress. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially. In relationships. Together. Together. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Look at these young people. Talking in tongues. Believe in God. Pray.
praying down the fire, receiving the favor of God. I see circles of kids praying. Little children believing. Come on. You're praying that unsaved husband into the church. You're praying that unsaved wife into the church. You're praying those unsaved kids into the church. You're praying your neighbors, your loved ones, the people on the job. You're praying them into the church. Strangers that we don't even know. God's going to send him because he can trust Antioch with revival. He can trust Antioch with new people. He can trust. Come on. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Receive it. Receive it. Yes. 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 Conceive it. Conceive it. Conceive it. Throw your head back in. Speak with tongues. Hallelujah. New people getting the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah. People getting their healing right now. People receiving right now. Right now. Right now. Come on. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yes. 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 Coming to church this week. Different. Coming next week different. Because it's all week. It's every day, every day, every day. I'm singing. I'm singing. I'm shouting. Hallelujah. I'm giving God glory. I'm expecting it. Yes. 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 God's doing things right now. God's doing things right now in this corporate worship. Hallelujah. But tomorrow, tonight, when you're by yourself, you're going to do it again. You're going to do it by yourself. You're going to do it with your family. Come on, before you go to school, before you go to work, sing it. When you're going in there, shout it. Believe it. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Now, what I want you to do. Did you get the picture? Come on, I, I haven't preached anything you haven't heard already. You got the picture? You got the picture? I can't hear you. Ooh, that's better. Can you see it? Wow. Now, I want you to lift up your voice. And I want you to start praising God and thanking God for what He is doing. It's not coming. It's already here. Come on, praise Him out loud. Praise Him out loud. Lift up your voice loud and thank Him. It's not coming. It's already here. It's already here. Thank God for it now. Thank God for it now. Thank God. Hey, 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 rejoice.
devil. Hallelujah. Take that devil. I want you to praise God right now. The way you're going to praise him in the morning. On your way to work. On your way to school. I want you to praise him right now. Come on. He put the leaping in my feet. He put the dance. Oh yeah. When you go to work. You go to school. I'm praising God. I'm praising God. I'm praising. Come on. I praised him in the airport. I praised him on an airplane. Come on. Sing. Sing. him right now hallelujah don't stop don't stop don't stop do something you've never done before shout it come on some of y'all just looking at me so nice why don't you just forget about what you look like forget about what anybody else thinks and just praise him come on break the chain break the chain break the chain hallelujah break the chain I want you to listen to me just a moment. Some of you have known me a long time. And there's one thing I have never done. I have never used hype. I've never used uh, exaggeration to try to get a point across. What I say, I mean it exactly like that regardless of how far out it may seem to you. I say what I believe, and I believe what I say, and I mean it. All of that is qualifying what I'm about to say. I appreciate all the great men of God who have been here and all the great services we've had for months and years and whatever. But this is the strongest spirit of prophecy that I have felt in this church in many decades. I listened. I listened with my spirit. And every single word was prophetic. I mean that as strongly as I know how to say it. 
And if we could just receive this, not as a sermon, nor even as a message, but as a prophecy to be believed, prayed on, confessed, and acted on. It's time now. The Lord's ready. Did you hear the word of the Lord tonight? Why don't you tell Him you heard His word tonight? Why don't you tell Him you believed what you heard tonight? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We have in the works right now, literally... Literally, we have in the works right now that you'll be hearing about in the next couple of weeks. Some heard about it last night. Everybody will hear about it in the next couple of weeks. We are literally right now lengthening the cords and strengthening the stakes to make room for great harvest. Right now. It's in the works right now. Right now. It's in the works right now. We're not planning to do it. We're doing it right now. On April the 17th, you're going to hear the whole story. I believe that tonight is a direct product of last night. Because we started it last night. Last night we started the process of lengthening the cords and strengthening the stakes out of faith. We demonstrated faith last night and God responded to it tonight and gave a very specific word from God. I mean this in the most positive way. But I, this is not the first time Isaiah 54 has been preached to this church. But what I mean by that is, there's been seasons throughout the last 45 years that God has used this message. Every time it's been preached by a different preacher. Every time it's been preached by a different preacher. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Let me, let me say something to you about a promise. Some of us get so upset with God when we get a promise and it doesn't happen. Well, let me tell you something. There are certain ways you live with a promise and certain ways you don't. And if you passively sit back with a promise... And wait on it to come to pass. You don't believe the promise. Because a promise produces action. If you believe a promise, it produces commitment. It produces involvement. It produces prayer. You confess that promise in prayer, if not every day, very regularly. Because Paul told Timothy, 1 Timothy 1.18... 
by the prophecy that went before on you make war. There is no difference between a prophecy and a promise. A promise is a positive prophecy about something God wants to do for you. There can be negative prophecies. But a promise is a positive prophecy. And when God gives us a prophecy, He never gives a promise or a prophecy in advance for something that is so obvious and so easy to see it happening. Why would He bother? So whenever we receive a prophecy, whenever we receive a promise, it's because what is being prophesied, what is being promised, does not seem possible to the natural mind. And the way you live with a prophecy, with a promise is, it is your weapon that you war with in prayer every day. And if you don't do that, trust me, I don't care how true the prophet is, I don't care how true the prophecy is, it ain't coming to pass. Because a promise is conditional. First of all, the person who's speaking it has to hear from God. And second of all, the person who's receiving it has to believe it and receive it from God. And Abraham waited 25 years for his prophecy to come to pass. But the Bible says in Romans 4, he believed and didn't give up hope. God gives the prophecy and we set the time and there's where the trouble begins. If God doesn't give you the time and you come up with the time, you're going to end up struggling because His timing is never the timing you come up with. Because let's be honest with you, every prophecy I've ever heard, it's right now. Well, uh, that's, that's the way I feel about it. But God will give a timing. When He gives a timing, that's different. Now what I was hearing tonight is, God's ready to do this right now if you, if we will take a hold of it and act on it. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Praise God. He will do that. Jesus name. We need to, we need to just thank the Lord together. We need to give the Lord thanks, Joel. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let this word find a logic place in your spirit. Come on. Come on. Let this word find a logic place in your spirit. Take this home with you. Take ownership of this. This isn't my prophecy. This isn't Antioch's prophecy. This has got to become your prophecy. This has got to become your promise. You've got to say, I'm a part of that. That's as much mine as it is anybody else's. I claim it. That's mine. I'm not willing to be a spectator. I'm not sit, willing to sit on the sidelines. I'm not interested in hearing other, everybody else's testimonies. I want my own part of it. I want my own testimonies. Come on. Come on. Just another little bit farther here. Come on. Come on. Come on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
I preached here a couple of, couple of uh, weeks ago. What are you mixing with the word? Are you mixing faith with the word? If you're mixing faith with the word, there will be profit. If you're mixing fear, if you're mixing your cares with the word, there will not be any positive results at all. You've got to mix faith with the word. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Can you see yourself sitting in a seat with somebody you brought with tears streaming down their face and you twisted around with your hand on their head and them talking in tongues? Can you see that? Can you see that? You need to ask the Lord to let you see that. That's the most awesome thing. Can you see it personally? Not somebody else standing up front praying for somebody they brought. Can you see yourself sitting on your row or standing up front with a person you brought with tears streaming down their face as they speak in tongues powerfully and you got your hand on their head someplace and God is doing something. Can you see that for you? Can you see that for you? I'm not willing for that to happen just to somebody else. I already said to the Lord, standing right over here, Lord, I thank you for all this for Antioch, but I want to know what fruit you're going to give me. I want my own testimonies. I want my own testimonies. I want my own joy. Hello? I'm going to shout with you. But I want my own to shout over. Amen. 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 I want my own, my own souls, the souls he led me to, the souls he gave me what to say to them. That he let me pray for them and then receive the Holy Ghost. I want that. I want that. I want it for everybody else, but I'm not willing to be granddad to your souls. I'm not here to be grandfather to your souls. I want my own. I'll be uncle to your souls, but I don't want to be grandfather to yours. I want my own. How about you? You want your own? Come on. How about you? You want your own? You want your own? Can, can you let something happen down in here? where you take a hold of that and say, God, I believe what you're going to do at Antioch, but that's not even the point right now. What are you going to do through me? Where's the souls you're going to give me? Come on, come on, right now. Are you interested? Right now, between you and Jesus. Let something down deep inside of you take hold and say, Now, God, I believe your word for Antioch, but what about me? Where's my souls? I want my souls. I want the ones that you're going to give me, Jesus. Where's my fruit? I want my my fruit. I'm a branch on the vine. I want my own fruit. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to rejoice with you over yours. But I want some of my own to rejoice over. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Now, do not add hand clapping to this until it's truly flowing out of your soul. Can we truly, from the depth of our being, give thanks to God right now? You can clap your hands once there's true thanksgiving flowing out of the depth of your soul. Come on. Let's give thanks. Let's give thanks. Thank you, Father. 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 I don't have a problem with the hand clapping, but in Pentecost, that's become a substitute for real thanksgiving. Let's join that with real thanksgiving. That's okay if you do that, as long as there's real thanksgiving coming out of the depth of your being. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Praise God. Can I make a suggestion to you, please? If you go to livestream.com, all spelled together, L-I-V-E-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com, and you do a search for Antioch, the Apostolic Church, you will find this service in its entirety there. It may be a day or two or three before uh, the media staff is able to edit this down to just the message. I don't know if you're aware of this on live stream. It was great worship and all that. You might want to watch all that again and participate. But can I ask you for your soul's sake and for Antioch's sake that you would listen to this prophecy. It's not, this wasn't a sermon. This wasn't a message. That you would listen to this prophecy again and pay close attention to everything the Lord said and believe it. Can you do that by Thursday night? I have a very special message for this church Thursday night. And it's going to blow your mind how closely what God has given me as a practical application of what we've heard tonight that I didn't know we were going to hear tonight. But God has given me a very practical application that's going to immediately change, dramatically change the number of people that are getting the Holy Ghost in this church and in our services. Wherever they may be, whatever size they are, that's going to be Thursday night. And if you want to fully benefit by that, so you can feel the spirit of that, then I'm asking you to listen at least to the message part of this service one more time in its entirety by, by Thursday night service. I have text, uh, Baltimore and I've asked Baltimore, uh, leadership to ask their, 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 uh, the saints there and leadership there to do the same thing, to watch this service uh, before Thursday night in Jesus' name. There is there's so many good things coming that I know specifically that are coming. Over the next couple of months, your head's going to be spinning, I hope, in a good way. 
I hope in a good way. Because there's some, there's some awesome stuff coming at Antioch over the, that's already started and it's coming over the next couple of months. And you're going to see that God has already spoken things to leadership and we are already doing things and preparing things that is perfectly in tune with this prophecy tonight. And all of it's going to work together for us to see a mighty, mighty, mighty harvest. And again, I don't want a reserved seat in the grandstand so I can watch it. I want to be on the field involved with it. I want to be involved with it. I want to be a part of it. Hallelujah. God bless you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak the covering of authority over you. That you would go in his protection, in his blessing, in his victory, and in his fruitfulness. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.